Yeah, look, it's only happened twice in the last, well, going back to 1965, Eastern Suburbs did it. And then in 1996, I think Metro got through uh, a league season undefeated. So, yeah, it doesn't happen that often. So what do you put that down to? And don't say because we haven't lost yet. Uh, (laughs) What was with the power of this particular team? Because it's not all been playing running. There was one game against Hamilton where I think it was 87th minute odd that you managed to get that equalising score. So it hasn't been as easy as it sounds. No, not at all. Uh, that game finished, uh, as you say, it was a 1-1 draw. Joe Lee got Auckland City out of a tight spot. There was another game at uh, Melville United that was won uh, by a goal to nil, and Connor Tracy saved the penalty in the last minute. And the team has trailed uh, more than half a dozen times in the league. And, uh, you know, they've just got a lot of character, I think, to answer your question. There's maybe been better uh, Auckland City FC teams in the past, but Coach Albert Riera, and his breakout year has done a superb job. And uh, look, he's probably been, uh, he has to be in the running for, for coach of the year, all by his side. Yeah, well, spite with um, Albert Riera, or uh, Albert Riera has been called now, makes it easier for you, your average Kiwi to pronounce. And uh, sounds like his influence over the side has been huge. Of course, he's a guy who's not long from a, a professional career with the Wellington Phoenix, uh, very close in age to a lot of his charges. Yeah, and I think you make a very good point. Uh, Albert Riera is very recently a, a top professional football player. He's played against Juventus for the A-League All-Stars as one of the standout performers. He was a standout performer for the Wellington Phoenix in the A-League itself. And I think this generation of player uh, listens to Albert Riera when he speaks because he is very well-spoken. He's got a tremendous sense of uh, humanity about him in terms of treating players uh, as human beings and... They respect him, and uh, you know he, he manages to get the best out of them as well. And I think they're enjoying their football, which is another key element in why the team has been so successful thus far. You've been running away with the cookies. There's, there's no way anyone was going to catch you, and that's been for a few weeks now. But the, the drive on the pitch this afternoon, presumably, presumably is what we talked about before, going through the season unbeaten. That's got to be enough to put a fire up anybody, right? Yeah, correct. And it's a Dominion Road derby, as they call it. You know, it's, it's the two ends of Dominion Road that uh, meet. And Auckland United is a very exciting club itself. Jose Figueta is a, is a former coach of Auckland City, and he's bloodied the nose of Auckland City many, many times when he was in charge of Team Wellington. So there's a lot on the game. Uh, I'm sure both teams are going to be looking to get one over each other. And, and Auckland United, it's their final home game of the campaign uh, before they look ahead to the National League Championship. And I'm sure... I'm almost certain that uh, they're going to make sure that it's not an easy afternoon for Albert and the team. So what happens beyond this Northern League competition? What's the next step with these teams and players? Well, what happens next is that the National League Championship is convened, and uh, my listeners will remember the ISPS Handa Premiership that was discontinued uh, during COVID. It's been replaced by a regional championship, North, Central and South. The top four teams from the North have qualified. That's Auckland City, Auckland United, Melbourne United and Birkenhead, and they're joined by the top four sides from the Central Region and two from uh, the South Island, which is Christchurch United and Kashmir Tech. Wellington Olympic, Miramar Rangers, Napier City Rovers and the Wellington Phoenix Reserves make up the 10 teams. They play each other in a one-round competition. There is a grand final, and the top two teams in this competition will fill New Zealand's two spots at the OFC Champions League next year, which is, of course, the FIFA Club World Cup qualifiers. The money maker, if I could be so bold, Gordon. Well, yes. I mean, this is what uh, is on the line when the first edition of the FIFA Club World Cup was uh, played for. It was Sydney FC 
who represented uh, the Oceania region, and they raked in just over $1 million in participation funds. Nowadays, it's half a million, and it's split up in multiple different directions. OFC takes a small percentage cut, New Zealand football, and, of course, the clubs that participate in the National League Championship are also entitled to uh, a share of that prize money.